0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 287. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Welcome to another special Sunday episode of the Creative Thursday podcast. Today, I'm bringing you what are always some of my favorite conversations with fellow artists about this journey that we share, that we are on, that we are figuring out together. And Heather and Yvonne and Marie also are Artful Selling alumni. And they chose to join us for a follow-up session to come in for some more support and coaching. And I want to share their stories with you and also their experience working with me in Artful Selling, which is the program I created in 2021, really in response to what I see missing in the landscape of education for artists out there. I was one of the first to teach artists how to build a business online back in 2008, and the landscape has changed. We are not really providing a service to artists if we are not staying up to date with the changes that are happening in our marketing as we speak. If you're not using video, you've probably heard me say it more than once. You want to be like yesterday using video, and that is you will also want to give yourself time to build this business. And that licensing and surface design and publishing books may not be the answer for how to grow that business, and they may be. But I have always been a huge supporter and fan honestly of working direct with my collectors and there's no better way to do that than online and there's no better time and the possibilities continue to grow and the responsibilities continue to grow and so if you really want to pursue your art as a business not a hobby as a business you want to get comfortable with selling let's just not beat around the bush on that You want to get comfortable with marketing. You want to develop your skills in your marketing and your sales, just like you want to develop your skills in your art. You have a huge advantage as an artist, huge, have I mentioned, because who doesn't love or want to be connected to someone who is able to share gifts through their art? I mean... I'm biased, I know, but I think artists and creatives are pretty special, pretty special humans on this planet, especially the courageous ones who say yes to growing a business. And so you have a huge advantage by focusing on sharing the best, highest quality of your work and always continuing to grow in your art practice. But it's not enough. It's not enough to have that huge advantage in the way that maybe it was when I started, or other artists who are educating right now also started, it is a different time. And my work is to not only take my 15 plus years experience on this journey, having worked in all areas of this industry from surface design to licensing my work as art and greeting cards to being a published author, the reason there are reasons that I have chosen the path that I have within my art business. And I have, through all those years of experience, I have learned so much to share with you to make your journey easier. And I am also right there with you in terms of continuing to grow my online business, continuing to be a learner in this space, and also someone who has had the unique opportunity to be in the online space since the 90s and I've witnessed all I've I've witnessed this entire evolution that continues to change as it always will and that excites me I don't ever get tired of it I don't ever want to walk away from it Well, maybe some days, some days I just want to turn the phone off and walk away. I'm not going to lie, but I love the space for the connections it provides for the opportunities it provides for the excitement and the adventure that we're all always on as online entrepreneurs and as creatives and artists here to share our gifts, to make a difference in this world. And there's nothing I love more than taking all of what has brought me here and being able to share that with you in a really powerful way and that's where I created artful selling. So it's a really unique program in that it's not just a course, there are lessons, there are 6 weeks of lessons. We also build in some implementation time so it's about 8 weeks total and It is supported not just by Q&As, but by actual coaching, because this is also the piece that I see missing and that I have been working to educate myself in so that I am proud to say that I can coach you, that I feel confident in my ability to help you in this regard, that I don't think everybody is able to do that. A lot of that also comes from life experience. A lot of that comes from all of the work that I've been doing, all of the learning and certifications that I'm getting and learning that I'm doing. And I know this is needed. We can give you all the practical steps, But if you aren't at some point or now working with a coach to help you, an experienced coach to help you go beneath the surface of why you aren't sticking to your plan, of why every time you go to post on social media, you're retreating from it, of why you may be continuing to compare yourself to people that started years before you or people that started right next to you, comparison just isn't going to cut it, right? In terms of supporting you and helping you to really step into your own voice and claim your own space in this world. We want to have conversations about what is often referred to as the root cause of what may continue to hinder your progress, even when you've taken all the courses and you've done all the things and you have all the skills and the talents, what may be keeping you from moving forward? And if you're moving forward at all, you will always be learning something new about that process. And that's another reason I invite our alumni to return for coaching within the program. Not to mention we have a new bonus. We're going to be Creating a Reels implementation workshop for you. Yes, I talked about video and I'm going to help you with that. So, that is coming. We have a special Facebook ads guest speaker because that is growing. You want to begin gaining an understanding of how to effectively use paid advertising to grow your business when you're ready. And so, we're right there with all the latest that's happening, talking about TikTok. And you have the coaching sessions with me, which is again, why I invite our full selling students who've worked with me in the past to return for the coaching. And also because once you build out your sales and marketing plan, your overall plan, which maybe you just worked with me in the Profitable Artist Planning Workshop, Now you refine that, you build upon it because you will never stop growing or evolving, neither will your business. And so having that accountability and that taking that time within your business to really work in the business, in this case, really review it, work on it. Look at where you're going and say, is this still where I'd like to go based upon what I now know, based upon what I've created this year, based upon my revenue goals? Those will change also. So keeping all of that in mind, based upon the landscape of social media marketing and how it's all changing, how can I begin to take the plan that I have and effectively Move forward efficiently with ease, with ease and peace. It's possible. That's what we're working to create here eliminating the chaos, helping you stick to your plans, helping you reach the success that you envision for the kind of art business that you want, that stays true to your vision, that stays true to the art that you make. This also isn't about creating artwork that is trendy or fits in everyone's color palette or everyone's home. This is about defining your unique voice as an artist getting clear on everything you want out of this business that's gonna support the life that you want. And from those places, that's where you build in our business. That's where you begin to formulate a plan. And that is where you begin to craft your social media marketing plan. Not just by going on social media and creating a reel with no understanding or clarity as to why, I'm seeing a lot of artists feeling frustrated, feeling defeated, who have maybe learned all the practical steps, but they're just not able to take that and really gain any traction. And there are a number of reasons for that. And this is one of the areas and that we go deeper in in artful selling. So I invite you to join us. We're opening for this fall session, which means we're really going to be talking a lot about your holiday sales plan. and we are going to we are going to help you be prepared for the holiday sales season ahead of time you've been listening to recent episodes, you know how important that is and how that was a lesson that I learned a little bit late in the game. And so I am excited for this session because that will be, as I was saying, a large focus as to what we're working on. And we're going to queue you up for 2023. Well, ahead of time, not just in January, but you're going to be thinking about that now. And so can you imagine the calm that that will bring when you have that kind of clarity and you are able to build out in more detail this roadmap to really help guide you to return to when life happens, and it does when challenges come up, and they do, but you'll have this roadmap to come back to and to revisit and to make new decisions around and or continue as planned. I wish I had figured all this out sooner. That's okay. I learned it. And it's what brings me so much joy to help you with it. And also why I'm so passionate about helping you with it. Once I realized this was a missing piece, I'm like, hello, let's work on this right away. And I would be honored as always to support you and to be able to coach you through this process. So I'll see you in Artful Selling at artfulselling.com. The doors for this session close August 30th on Tuesday 11:59 p.m. Pacific daylight time. And while I can talk all day about the program that I'm really proud of, it's always best for you to hear from students who are in the program or have taken the program. And we will be hosting another live session of that as well. If you're hearing this on Sunday, you can join me over at facebook.com forward slash creative Thursday to tune into a live session and ask questions of any alumni that were with me in the 2021 session. And until then, I'll look forward to the opportunity of working with you. I wish you Continued success, wherever you are, whatever decision you make, just promise me that you don't do this journey alone, that you get support, that you stay open to getting some coaching around this, and it's really going to help you get the traction that you have been looking for. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday, um, Martin Luther King Day. It's really always a very uh, special day. I had put in my emails today, one of my favorite quotes of his, and let me find it make sure I'm quoting it exactly. But it's so invaluable for everything that we're doing and working towards. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. And I have asked, I have asked, I have asked mentors out ahead of me, peers out ahead of me. And I'm like, is there ever a time where it feels like this is the right next step to take or that I'm going to know that it's the right next step? And usually the answer is no, it never really quite feels that way. And so it's very much about us being able to just have that faith and taking that next step. And that is a skill that you will use again and again and again in your business. There, It's just part of what we do. And if you choose this path as an artist or an entrepreneur, an artist slash entrepreneur, which you will be if you're having your own online business, that is the, that's the next step always is going to come with a little bit of faith attached to it, because anytime you're doing something new, you don't know how it's going to turn out. But that's also exciting, right? We don't need it all figured out, or do we? Well, today, I am excited to welcome three artists with us who have uh, not only um, joined us for Artful Selling in the first sessions, because we just started this program last year, but also to join us as alumni for this session. And so we wanted to have a conversation about just choices that we're making that end up supporting us in kind of the, I'd like to continue the conversation that I I kicked off yesterday around these lies that artists tell ourselves and continue the conversation of what makes a thriving artist versus a struggling artist. And a lot of it has to do with these micro decisions that we make. And so I am inviting um, Marie and Yvonne and Heather to come and join us for a panel chat. And if you are also thinking about joining us in Artful Selling or I see Irwin is here and he's joining us in Artful Selling, if you have any questions for them, I know they would be happy to answer that as well. And so without further ado, let's bring up Marie. Hello,. Hey. I'm on. And Hi. Heather was able to join us too. Thanks, Heather. I appreciate you being here. You. It's great to have you all. And so if you just quickly, um, we'll start with Marie, I'm sort of going in order of how I see you on the screen. Um, Just to quickly introduce yourself and the art that you make and share with me one quality that you think makes for a thriving and successful artist. And I just want to clarify, thriving and successful is a mindset and how you approach your business because everyone is building into becoming full time and that doesn't happen overnight so i just want to clarify that it isn't about oh yes you know we're all full time artists in just the snap of a finger it's more the qualities that are bringing us to a place of growing that business that we really that really represents the vision that we have not only for our art but for our lives. And also just for background noise, if you don't mind, if you're not speaking, um, quickly just add the mute the mute button on there. Okay, thanks. So Marie, I'm going to kick it off with you first. What would be one, well, introduce yourself, where you're from, the art you make, and what is one quality that you see that separates a thriving artist from a struggling artist?
1: Well, hello. Uh, I'm a painter and I am French, but I'm, I've been living in the U.S. for 26 years. And uh, I am in Northern California. And I think if I had to pick one, I would say the company that you keep would be one, meaning I'm a big believer in, um, in energy and the energy that you receive from um, other people, I think, makes a huge difference in life in general and um, in your business life as well. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm joining again. It's it's um, the support, but also just the the fact that so many people are working together towards um, the same goal, I think has a lot of, you know, it just carries you through. And anything you could want, any ideas can be bounced off each other. um, The support, I mean, to me, that's, I, I think that's the one thing that I think makes a big difference.
0: Yeah. There is that saying that your income level is directly correlated to the five people that you hang out with the most. Have you ever heard that before? And when you think about it, you're like, Hmm, (laughs) there was a period of time where I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know. And not for that to sound superficial, you know, that we're basing it because to me, success is a definition that you define, but But, you know, I talk so frankly about this, like to be a business owner, you have to make money. Like you're not doing this for free. You're not doing this as a hobbyist. And part of, you know, really embracing yourself as a thriving artist is to embrace that making money is a beautiful part of that process. But simultaneously, just to Marie's point, when I started to pay attention to that and living in Los Angeles, you know, Actually, when I was living in Boulder as well, there were a lot of entrepreneurs. That's kind of what sparked my entrepreneurial journey that were in the early internet days and the tech space, and I would go listen to them talk. And the difference in the conversation, the difference in the beliefs and the approach, its it becomes, once you start to become aware, which I really think this entire week and our opportunity to work together, especially if you were in the profitable Artist Planning Challenge has been a lot about awareness of these areas of like how are we um, not setting boundaries in support of the priorities we want to have in our life how are we how are we just having blind spots to some of our language and our beliefs and how can we begin to shift that because when you do go out in the world, they say sometimes I feel like we're in these little bubbles. So technically where we are in these virtual bubbles together, but they're so invaluable because when I go out in the world, I don't hear a lot of these conversations. I don't hear people championing other people's dreams. I hear a lot of there's not enough. There's not enough money. I can't do what I love. You know, I hear so much and it, it's really painful because you can't insert yourself where you're not being asked. I don't believe in like just being like, oh, no, you have it all wrong because people are ready when they're ready. But I just want to hug everyone. I want to feel like, come on, guys, we can do this. So anyway, Marie, I appreciate that's an excellent quality to mention that to surround yourself we're talking about if you're just joining us welcome and we're talking about a quality of a thriving artist versus a struggling artist and marie was saying that getting yourself into the right community and supporting your supporting yourself with people who get what you want and have this shared desire together it is really powerful it's so much better and alone, or in communities where people say that your job isn't real that came up yesterday on the call again, that this isn't a real job. So thank you, Marie, I'm going to come over to Heather and ask her the same question. And tell us where you're joining from. And Heather, you're also um, unique in that you sort of transition from graphic design into your art Business. And I know, I don't know, I'll have to make sure that uh, Bridget listens to this because we had a graphic designer who was really thinking about joining and wanting to make that transition. And it's so scary for her not wanting to take more design work to get in the way of this new dream. So.
2: Um, yes, I'm Heather Harrington. Um, I'm from uh, Traverse City, Michigan. And um, as you mentioned, I'm a graphic designer. I had my own business doing that for just about 18 years. And then um, just recently, about six months ago, I transitioned into becoming a full-time artist um, painter, although I do other things kind of mixed with painting, <laughs> but I'm um, focusing on painting now. Um Yeah, that transition was um, one that I had been wanting to do for a very long time and coupled with just the fact that I had been wanting to do that and was working towards that and the pandemic. It just seemed like um, the right circumstances for me. Um, But to answer your question, um, what makes a thriving artist? um, It's hard to pick just one thing, but the thing that I kept circling back to was belief, coupled with dedication. Um, I really think that, There'll be a lot of people that maybe think that it's trivial what you're doing, or it's just a hobby. But if you don't have that core belief, um, and I didn't want to just say belief because I really feel like it's belief with dedication and making that time. Um, I usually get up, you know, early every day, and that's kind of my time away from the kids before you know, when all the pandemic was going on. So I really think you have to believe that you're worth putting that time into and making that time for that. And if you don't believe that, um, then it won't just happen. It won't just be the belief. It's really the dedication. And I think um, I really credit your group, um, Expansive Artists, um, for being a large part of, you know, helping me to move that forward. Because I think just like you were talking about surrounding yourself with the right mentality and the right people, Um, Even if you believe in yourself, sometimes you just kind of need that, you know, um, reinforcement or you just need to feel like you're not crazy about the things that you're doing and that you just need to know that other people have these same kind of fears or insecurities. Um, So um, the dedication and the belief and surrounding yourself with the right um, group and getting that support to me, I think, makes all the difference in kind of pushing over those humps or pushing past those fear points.
0: Yeah. What does, when you say dedication, what does that look like for you? Like, how has that happened for you?
2: Yeah. Um, for me, um, it was just be setting aside some dedicated time. It might not always be as much time as I wanted, you know, each day, but I think, um, kind of going back your story always kind of, um, registered with me how you just set aside time on those Thursdays. Um, so I was just set aside time when I, you know, was doing graphic design full time. or had my business. I would just get up really early in the morning. And even if it was just an hour and a half or two hours, you know, that would be my time that I was starting to paint or sometimes I would do it later too. Um, so I think, you know, wherever I would have been at, it's shifted in terms of the amount of time I was able to get dedicated, but I think that it was just, whatever I was able to give at that point with whatever else I had going on in my life. Um, I would just kind of make a commitment to, you know, not letting everything else get in the way or allow myself to make up excuses for why I didn't, maybe today wasn't a good day or, you know, as we all can make those excuses for ourselves. And I, I'm sure I did still do that sometimes, but I try to not do that as much as I could.
0: <laughs> so you were, just aware that that could happen and you would just decide, oh, nope, I'm sitting down and I'm doing this anyway.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Artist's Way was a big book for me um, with Julia Cameron's book where she really said, um, you know, write your um, morning pages. So that coupled with um, your group was also a big turning point. Um, just getting my thoughts out on paper and getting ideas down. That also was Kind of setting my morning routine really with, I'd start with that and maybe I'd read a few pages, I'd do my planning, and then I would start painting. So I kind of had this little plan for how I would approach, you know, m- most mornings it wouldn't necessarily always work out like that, but um most days I would try to allow for that.
0: Yeah, what happens, and I know Yvonne and Marie can address this as well, when kids are banging at your door? <laughs> do you (laughs) you make exceptions or did you find too that setting boundaries in that way was helpful for them and kind of finding their way you know I I mean I think sometimes you setting boundaries as a parent helps your children solve things for themselves or have some time to themselves or I mean it did for me as a kid when I When my mom would take time, I would just like pick up a book and I'd be reading next to her or... yeah
2: yeah for sure I mean I (laughs) I have to laugh because my kids and I think my husband just recently brought up um again inspired from (laughs) your group but I did like last December the 12 days of painting and I would freak out like you know if they came in because you know that was the first time I ever did anything like that and I was like oh I can't focus like you know I'm doing something here and so we now laugh about it but now they're better about like understanding like you know, when I have my time and, you know, sometimes I can create art where I'm just sketching and things and we can all do stuff together. So I try to just make time for when I don't get interrupted and they, tend to under, better understand at this point that I need that time. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's a blended, if I can do stuff where it's blended too, I'll do that. Or sometimes I'll ask their opinions, you know? I'm like, what do you think of this? And sometimes I actually have really good feedback. So that's <laughs> the stuck
0: point. <laughs> I love it. I ask because I know that that comes up a lot. And aside from, well, Pepita is clearly very disruptive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how yeah, you do it with Pupita, I, know. I to do it. interrupting my time. <laughs> the cat it is more an <laughs> <laughs> So I can't speak to it. So I love hearing from, uh, from mamas who are doing so many things all together. So thank you. So I'm gonna come to yeah, Yvonne and Heather, and then we'll come back in the conversation um, with more thoughts on this. But um Yvonne, so Marie was talking about community and having the right community and heather's talking about you know having not only i love that you made that distinction not only just the belief that you can do this but you have to follow that up by the dedication i think that's a lot of what's come up this week too we can say a lot of things but we don't always follow through in action and so how can how can we help each other follow through in that action and so yvonne um where are you joining us from? What, what medium do you work in? And what would be your one quality that you would say separates a thriving artist from a struggling artist?
3: Okay. Uh, well, I'm joining from the UK. Um, and I uh, predominantly do commissions. Uh, but I'm hoping that that's going to change a bit more this year. And I'm going to uh, be able to expand um, out from that. Uh, I tend to work in pastels. Um, But again, this year I've decided that was my New Year's resolution is going to be my year to to do a bit more experimentation and and do some new things. Uh, So I'm yeah I'm looking forward to that. Um, And I it is really hard to just kind of single it down to one quality. Um, And both Marie and Heather kind of said things that were in my head as well. But I suppose to add to that, then uh, I'd say resilience, resilience. because and that, that's certainly something that recently I've had to think more about. Um, when you're having a bit of a bad day, or when things aren't going quite right, or you don't get the time you thought you would to complete something, or maybe a, a painting or, or piece of art isn't going quite as you'd hoped. Um, and that's happened to me quite a lot lately. Um, I think it is just the resilience that you don't start beating yourself up, um, because you. Uh, doubt then starts creeping in that i'm not actually good enough or maybe i should just give up um and there's been so many times when things have been getting a bit hard um like say you know you've got kids to deal with um maybe a job as well um just life in general uh, and it, it's sometimes you you feel actually it's easier just to say i'm going to give up on this it's i'm not getting anywhere uh, and i certainly could have done that over the last few years um and it's probably only been in the last 12 months that I've started to realise, um, with the help of my husband, who is constantly reminding me, um, that you've just got to keep keep going at it. You've got to kind of dust yourself off at the end of a rubbish day uh, and and start again the next day. And, you know, if you are dedicated, if it is your dream and it's something you really want, then you, you've, you've got to be resilient to all those kind of barriers that are going to uh, come up in your way along that journey. So... Mine. It's good.
0: This is this.
3: I love all of these community, belief,
0: and dedication, and resilience is so so important. I mean, I've shared this a number of times, but being in LA and seeing because I used to go to comedy clubs and I would watch comedians, <clears throat> and I live with a comedian, so we love talking about comedy and studying it and you know I saw a lot of comedians about 20 years ago and there's just a few of them that have carved out a space for themselves in the larger arena and you see so often that really the difference of people who succeed is not necessarily their talent it is that they just stuck with it longer because a lot of people give up right before it really takes off and there's that resilience piece you know and I was reminded just today I was listening to I love listening to podcasts with comedians naturally they're pretty entertaining as well but they I love listening to them talk about their process because if you've never gotten on stage and spoken without a net or just imagine trying to tell I think it's one of the hardest things you can do from my perspective like trying to tell a joke to someone that's gonna laugh (laughs) right because they're waiting and they're like I'm ready where is it like bring on the funny and there's all this pressure and if you've ever watched comedy watching someone bomb is really painful (laughs) like just to see the room be totally silent But guess what? No one gets good material without testing it and without bombing. And it was just that reminder because they were talking about famous comedians like Chris Rock who are like completely well-established and seeing them bomb on stage and just walk off and not even think about it. It was that reminder that as artists in particular, we have to try things. We have to be willing to go out there and explore new mediums like Yvonne's talking about maybe bridge away from the commission you know i'm evolving to add more abstract to what i'm doing and these these shifts don't come without trials and sometimes it not being received the way that we thought but that that's no reflection of what we're capable of or what we can do with this new opportunity we just have to stick with it so first there's the resilience of coming into this decision. Like, yes, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to stay dedicated to it. I'm going to get myself in communities with people who understand that and can support me on the days where I'm feeling like it's rubbish. I love it, Yvonne. It's rubbish and it's over. I just want it done. Like we need that. And then we also need the resilience once we get some success uh, to reinvent to keep going to grow that it's it's all of the qualities remain intact all the way through everything that you're sharing here. Yes, and it is. Um, Jessica was saying it's quite often talent plus acting on it. Yes, I say that, but I also make the point of talent because it's subjective, and there's just so much art and so many people that. as in comedy that didn't speak to me that totally have their own audience there are so many artists that speak to me or don't speak to me and people find their way and that's why really when you spend this much time thinking about this which for me is like over 20 years because i took improv at the groundlings and i would watch like the people that like melissa mccarthy and people that you know i watched them perform on stage before they blew up in the way that they did and What was that separation? There was a commitment. There was a dedication. There was a tenacity. There was, um, you know, a willingness to just keep going with it. And you just see so many different kinds of creative expressions that you can't say it's just a talent because that's subjective. Someone's talent may not be someone else may not think that that's talent. And we know that today because a lot of people like to echo those sentiments (laughs) from the comfort of their screens and their Twitters. Um, So I only say that, that yes, if you have talent and you go for it, yes, you have to believe that you have that. But I've also seen a lot of very talented people, very gifted people from my perspective who didn't make it because they stopped. And so it's it's resilience to come back to Yvonne's point, it's really resilience and sticking with it. So I'm looking to see, um, Alison was saying too, that um, she's gonna be joining us in Artful Selling for this session. And she also transitioned gradually from graphic design into her art. She has incredibly refined work um, that she's selling as well. And so I'm thinking about where we want to take the conversation next around this. So let's, let's reverse it for a second. And what would you say is a quality that you feel would keep you struggling? And Yvonne, we'll, we'll reverse the concept and Yvonne, I'm going to come to you and then we'll come to Heather and then we'll come to Marie
3: um something that would keep you struggling uh well I suppose going from kind of my own personal experiences I'd probably say um uh a, a lack of confidence in your own ability because that's something I did struggle with for quite a long time and I know a lot of artists do um and there's different types of confidence and it's just your your kind of self-confidence in your ability, not just to draw or paint or produce art, um, but to put yourself forward to sell that art. It's one thing drawing and, and being creative and producing lovely work, but it's something completely different to actually then put yourself um, online and sell it and say, look, I've done this, please buy it. Um, and I I had to... That, that's something I had to kind of uh, force myself to change about myself um, before I started actually making progress with my business. Um, so, yeah, uh, a lack of self confidence um, in your own ability, or just in your um, in, in your ability to be a face um, and shout from the rooftops, look like, what I can do. <laughs> And how did that change for you? Um, so I don't, I, I can't really remember the exact point it happened. It seemed to happen over a period of time. I think it was just, I had a few um, commissions and initially my commissions were very sparse. So I might have one and then I'd have nothing for six months, maybe even 12 months. Um, and I had a few commissions kind of in a run And each one of those uh, customers collectors was really pleased and gave me good feedback. And that I kind of carried that into the next piece of work. And then I produced the next one and I had the same kind of feedback from them. Um, So I felt more confident then about posting. And then I started to see kind of more feedback coming in. And and I think it was just a knock on effect. Um, So it happened kind of over a collective amount of time. And it it, did sometimes it is hard it does it does take something to boost that confidence um and obviously this this is all timed with when I kind of joined the expansive artist because instead of struggling on my own not really knowing any other artists and not really knowing what I was doing suddenly I had um, all these amazing people um and there was accountability and you could see what people were doing and they would give you support um and though i get support from my family and from my friends uh having that um kind of uh, added to the to the um sequence of events and yeah and, and and just a few a few positive experiences and that was it then i was i was off
0: <laughs> yeah i remember the very specific moment that you said I'm putting myself in front of the camera yeah. <laughs> you <were> like not <laughs> just my art and for me uh, from uh, being an observer to this journey for you thus far i was like oh this is a this is a shift that's happening and now it's like oh look you're hopping on videos you were yeah. just on the podcast like it does Create You sort of take a leap, like going back to the Martin Luther King statement I opened with, like you take it a step in faith, you know, before you see the staircase and then suddenly the staircase appears and then you, but you also take the next step Step. and then you just kind of keep building upon that momentum and it's really, really powerful when it comes together and not Not breaking from that, you know, seeing people gain a lot of momentum and then just go, oh, all right, I got everything I need and I'm (laughs) on my way. (laughs) It's like, no, Uh, coming back to Marie's point, this is something I've learned as someone that I've said so often didn't invest in herself. No, I have to stay with certain communities or a certain mentor. I know that that's going to help me stay accountable to growing in the way that I want to grow and momentum is really really powerful and you don't you ultimately don't want it to to end or break you just want to continue to build upon it so yes i would say when we aren't feeling as confident that for sure is going to keep you in a struggling space and then you would say, well, how do you get confident? You start doing exactly what Yvonne did, what every artist does. You start to share and you post and you, and posting is really about opening up to the world and saying, here I am, this is what I do. It just happens to be in a form of online because that's what we're doing, building a business online. And uh, social media is just a part of the majority of people's lives. And so you just kind of build upon those steps and then it kind of supports you because everybody loves to see people. Well, I say everybody, there are some grumpy people (laughs) that don't because it's reminding them that they're not stepping into what they want to do, but the majority of people love to see you step into more of who you are because it gives them permission to do the same, whether they realize it or not. But most really love to see, want to support you, see you succeed and and love to cheer you on. Yeah, Jessica was saying the pandemic broke my momentum and that is completely understandable. I know it's been so hard for so many And this brings us back to this idea of being in a community, you know, if I wasn't also leading this beautiful community of artists, if I wasn't in communities of my own as well to get support and guidance on where I'm growing next, I don't know how I would have done it. I needed every bit of that to make it through as well with the isolation and with just where you could go in your own mind around all of that. I just chose it personally as an opportunity to fully lean into more of what I want for myself and what I can create. And it's pretty amazing that we can connect like this and continue to make art and share art and have it help people feel a little bit better in their day to day. So thank you, Yvonne. Heather, I'm coming over to you. What would you say is a quality that would keep someone struggling? An artist, not some, A lot of this applies to just human beings too. <laughs> Confidence is good for all of us to have.
2: Yeah, yeah I really liked Yvonne's answer. I
0: totally agree with
2: that. Um, I was toggling between, yes, the fear and, um, but I'm, my other answer would be not treating art like a business, I think. Um, if you're only going to focus on the art side of things and you're not going to focus on all the other components, um, such as marketing and planning and strategy. um, Otherwise, then that is really what kind of um, draws a distinction between a hobby and being a professional artist. So for me, I think that would be something that would make you or keep you in the uh, feeling bucket if that's what you're uh, looking at
0: um and how are you how did you come to that do you think having your graphic design business helped you sort of embrace that quicker where you realize all right if I want this to be a profession I need to treat it as such how did you grow into that space and even how did you grow into that when you started your graphic design business
2: Yeah, I definitely think having the other business um, automatically made me think that, okay, I need to be taking similar steps. Um, Although I feel like even though they're both art-related businesses, they're very different um, just in, you know, the audience that I'm pursuing. So it felt like it was upside down to me. It just felt like it was just entirely something new. I knew I needed it, but I felt a little bit lost as to um, how to go about thinking about it. Um, in my design business, I had a very specific niche. Um, it was for like attorneys, professional services, law firms. Um, so I wasn't exactly sure how to go about thinking who my art would be for and how to create a marketing plan around that. Um, So I think, you know, going through your course really helped me think through that. And um, when I did it last year, I was still kind of toggling um, between, you know, foot in both. And now this year, since I've left, um, it's another reason why I wanted to join. because I really feel like, you know, taking the time to focus on that, um, learn about different things, I, you know, Um, just read other business you know nonfiction books you can kind of pick up all those different things so I can't totally remember where I first came about it like 18 years ago and I was thinking about it um but I think I just learned from other you know other people just as I do now just from listening and researching and reading um
0: but I had background noise. <laughs> it's trash day.
1: <laughs>
0: and they, they're coming to get the job. Um, yes. So uh, we were talking about the, just having that mindset and treating it like a business, because this was one of the, the lies that I was talking about yesterday. So often people say, well, I'm not business-minded or I'm not good with numbers or, and especially today, the amount of I'm not tech savvy, you know, these are all just statements that, from my perspective, will keep you stuck. They don't serve you. And so you can certainly get better at those skills if you don't necessarily feel strong at them to start with, but just acknowledging that you can start to embrace that because there's a lot of excitement in growing a business and just having a, being a professional. Mm -hmm. It's, it's its own, I personally feel like it's its own creative practice. And I never, I never thought that I would love trying to figure out like the marketing side of my business as much as I have in all the different, um, services or offerings that I have. It's just, I want to get better and better and better so that I can be sure to reach the the right people that are looking for what I have to offer, whether that's my art or whether that's my teaching, my mentoring. You know, when you get on this mission of like, oh, how can I connect with just the right person, which will lead to more people that really appreciates what it is I have to offer. It's like the most beautiful exchange that happens. But that approach, just like what Heather was saying, that happens when you lean into the business side of being an artist and really embracing that, not going into it begrudgingly, I just don't think that that serves anything. And I mean, it doesn't serve you at all. (laughs) It doesn't serve you. And it's just going to waste a lot of time and energy to continually be trying to go up against that resistance um, that so often people have. But I think because we're able to see what's possible in the online space, that we are starting to let that go a little bit. I hope, but it is a really important reminder that, look, if you treat it as a hobby, it will stay a hobby. And if you treat it as business, it will stay a business. And um, just to clarify, cause I know this question comes up. So the expansive artists of which Marie, Heather and Yvonne are also members is where we have like ongoing continual support and different trainings related to what's happening currently in the industry and artful selling of which they are also alumni and coming in again for this session specifically is really a deep dive. So it's all working with me, but the course is an opportunity for us to have conversations like we did in the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge and to have coaching, which ultimately just gets everything moving faster. I feel at this stage of, of my learning, and that's why I wanted to create this opportunity. I started mentoring again with the expansive artists. And then I felt like I wanted to create something that would be more of a, a deep dive in helping you with this kind of focus and clarity going into each year or Yvonne joined us when we had a summer session last year because I like to be able to chat with someone. (laughs) I like to not just, I totally benefit from the groups. I mean, I, like I say, I love everything I'm invested in. I feel so grateful for that. I have no sour grapes. I'm, I'm so appreciative. But at the same time, you know, it's when people are good at what they do and they start to grow really fast, it's challenging to find those moments where you can actually dialogue or you know tune into a conversation that's more than just here's more steps to build your business but is encompassing kind of that depth underneath the steps that's going to help you stay strong and resilient and dedicated and these are just such important parts of this journey so as they're coming back by <laughs> thank you Heather Marie I'm going to come to you with the same question and I will mute myself so there's no
1: Okay. So for me, I would add that the planning was key for me. Not so much in the day to day, because I assume that anybody who has a job um, has to do some planning, right? I mean, there are some, there is family to plan for your job. But the one thing that really shifted things was the long term planning like the where do you want to be in 3 years or 5 years um because it's hard it's a very difficult question and I struggled with it for quite some time <laughs> and then and you know you guided us for you know you have to find your why and all kinds of exercises questions to push us in the right direction and that was huge for me, because because it gives you have you you know what you are working towards you know what you are working for, and you know when I started, I was like, well, I'm going to paint and just have a painting i mean <laughs> what do you what do you mean like what else is there <laughs> but of course it's um. It is so much more than that. And, you know, do do you want to be in galleries? Do you want to sell online? Do you want to teach? Do you want to do workshops in person? Do you want to do workshops online? You know, it, it, it was like a huge thing where it forces you to think about that. And I see in the comments that, you know, selling is hard. It is until you know your why. And to me, that changed that too. It changed from struggling to what should I tell people? I mean, I painted this, I think it's pretty cool. Could you please buy it? (laughs) To no, this is why I painted it. This is what I am about. This is, you know, all these things um, makes every other aspect a lot easier. It's not a, it's, Selling is not a struggle, you know, it's either, I don't take it personally if a painting doesn't sell, Um, but at the same time, I'm not hiding, you know, trying to like, could you please buy my art? (laughs) You know, it's not that mentality anymore. And that was, I really think that's the thing that was made a big shift for me. That is
0: what's called artful selling Yep, is that there is a whole skill set to learn around really in its simplest terms, knowing yourself, being able to communicate your heart. I call it your heart because that's just Mm -hmm. always where I've worked from. Being able to communicate what's on your heart through not only the process and the uh, expression of your art, because that just comes naturally to us, which is a great gift that we all have, but then to be able to articulate it you know, through the emails that you write there, there everyone's like, oh, there she goes again. She talked about those emails <laughs> <laughs> through the emails that you write and through the social posts that you are, you know, yep. creating and, or on a live stream or a podcast, or if you are an educator, you know, being able to communicate that way. And it's a skill that you learn and it is so much easier when you have the clarity around like what Marie is sharing around your why, around who you would most like to serve in this space, who do you imagine collecting your work or being a student of yours. And these were things where they're not new concepts. You know, people would say that to me. And I would roll my eyes and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have time to figure out my ideal collector. (laughs) Um, It's, it's, you, you need to make time for it because it's going to save you a lot of wasted energy and effort and resistance again to marketing. Because when you start to know who your people are, you get really excited to share things with them because they're really excited to receive them. And that's where all of the, noise around bothering people or, you know, I can't sell, um, all of that noise falls away because it's quite simply a conversation that you're having with someone who loves what you're doing. You love what you're creating. You're having a conversation with someone who appreciates it. And you're both having this, um, energy exchange. That's really uplifting and fulfilling for everyone involved. (laughs) If we can just remember that this is what we're doing, you know, and that's encased in a sales and marketing strategy, like having that plan. And as Marie is saying, Part of the inspiration for me to create Artful Selling was just to recognize that I kept getting questions about Instagram. And Instagram is certainly a very important tool to use when it comes to promoting your art in particular, because it's kind of set up like a gallery. Like it's if someone wants to see what you're doing, they can go to your profile and they can see it. And it's it's a it's a quick snapshot of what you create. But I would see people coming to me with that question without having a really clear understanding of what they want out of what they're creating. And you don't have to have all of those answers, but you do have to ask the question. And I just see so many times someone would say, oh, well, I'm just starting out. So I don't have the answer to this question. So I just won't answer it. And you're ultimately just wasting time and energy because you don't want to do that mental work like Marie said it's kind of hard if you haven't asked yourself ask yourself if you haven't lately what you want because a lot of times we are very good at saying what we don't want (laughs) that comes really quick so if you do get stuck you can do the reverse and just say Uh, What do I not want my three years to look like? That's pretty quick, right? You're like, I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I don't want to be feeling like, for me, I'm on the hamster wheel. I want to, uh, I don't want to feel, you know, that there's not enough income coming in. Like, so start reversing it quickly. Start reversing it so that you're moving into that energy of what you do want. And you'll be able to start getting answers to those questions but if they're not coming, don't just instantly say, oh, I don't have them. And so I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'll just go post some things on Instagram. It's There's too much involved now where you will be wasting time, energy, resources if you don't have some sense of where you're trying to go with all of this. And so that's what we're working on in Artful Selling. And just to clarify, it's closing tomorrow. (laughs) So come and join us at artfulselling.com. And with that, I wanted to open it up if you are here and you're thinking about joining us, or if you're here and you're excited and you have questions, For alumni who you're going to see in this session, please um, drop them in the comments. But I would love to hear from each of you, and Heather, I'll start with you this time. Why did you decide to, like, what specifically are you hoping to gain from joining Artful Selling this time as an alumni?
2: Yes, um, I found it really helpful last time. um, But Like I mentioned before, I was kind of toggling both worlds of, you know, just kind of venturing into wanting to become a full-time artist and having uh, my marketing design business. So I found um, it a little hard to wrap my mind around, like, exactly how to plan because I would have ambitions, but then, no, I couldn't quite fulfill everything because I still had, you know, the other role that I was doing. So I kind of found it hard a little bit to um myself just to be as ambitious as I wanted to so I felt like I was maybe not making the same plans that I would have you know bringing that new mindset now that I don't that I've stepped out of that role um and I just feel like I've learned a lot over the last you know year from when I took that and I'm in a different place now so I really feel like it will shed a lot of light and help me um you know we all put up our own forms of resistance to why we don't want to do something. So it's kind of like looking that resistance in the face and it's saying no you're not gonna you're not gonna win I'm going to you know face you and I'm going to tackle this and I'm gonna move past that so for me that's kind of you know what I really wanted help with just kind of like taking that deep dive where you're sometimes feeling really like confused about something or you may not have all the answers and you don't know exactly where to start so you're like oh I'll just you know, work on another painting and I won't focus on my plan for the year. I'll figure it out later. And the next thing you know, it's six months later, it's the end of the year and you're kind of in the, still in the same spot. So, um, for me, because I, you know, am a new artist, um, As a fine artist, I I felt like it was really important and I found it really valuable. Um, Just, you know, your expertise, obviously, mixed with the community um, and just kind of that dedication to getting the plans done and focusing on those things I found really helpful um, last time. But I think especially this time where I'm in a different place and I can focus more time on that and I have a different perspective um, in terms of what I can do, I think will be really um, valuable.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I get excited to help all of you. I just, I love it so much because now that I've had the opportunity to work with you in, in um, throughout the year and see where you were last year, it'll be really interesting to kind of make that comparison because what you'll find is that we don't just do this once, right? So if you were in the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge, if you've been in Artful Selling with us, you revisit it because now, as Heather is saying, she's in a completely different place she She made that transition that she was thinking about making last year, and so now, what does that look like for her, and where will where now she can solely focus on the art piece of her business, and so it's exciting to see what that what will come up for you and how this year will unfold with that new focus. Which is similar coming over to you, Yvonne, I know because we got to have this conversation within the podcast so I get really excited. (laughs) We want to transition Yvonne from one day a week away uh, from work to two to all five days away from work right Yvonne this is like our big wish by the end of the year. (laughs) so what encouraged you or what is it that you're hoping to gain from joining artful selling for this session what new pieces are you wanting to add into your business
3: well I think I got so much out of the first session um and because I was in quite early stages and still building and still a bit unsure of what I wanted to do um so i I kind of feel like I've uh, I've I've, I've done those things now uh, a lot of the kind of targets you set me or a lot of the things we discussed in the first artful selling I feel like I'm kind of on top of but, um, and they'll always be ongoing but for me it was definitely um, I need to take the next steps now um, I I know what I want now. I have lots of ideas now and I feel like I've I've got mind maps everywhere at the moment (laughs) and I feel like I've got all these little dots um, and now I'm ready to kind of join those dots and go on to my next stages. Um, Again, I'm I'm that much further on now in my business and I think it's that momentum word. I did it the once um, and I feel like if I do it again, I will keep that momentum going and that's going on with previous conversation, that's definitely one thing that really helps me is to keep that momentum going. So um, that's another reason why I thought I need to do it now, um, quite soon after the first. And also because of uh, my increased confidence, (laughs) my increased self-confidence, I'm quite excited to see what I can achieve this time um, now that I haven't got that barrier in front of me. Um, yeah, so it was it was just a logical next step for me. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, I just need to refocus uh, all these ideas now that I've got now that I know where I want to go. Um, it's just planning the next phase, um, you know, learning the next steps. So I learned so much about um, social media marketing the first time round and I've kind of implemented those things now and now I'm ready to go on. Um, emailing, <laughs> I'm there. I'm 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 up for it.
0: <laughs> well, and I just have to tell you, I'm going to tell you all who are here live. I've been giving a lot of thought to this, and I had people like, please, the email marketing workshop. I don't think I can consciously have only a part of you in artful selling <laughs> doing it. So. If you are joining Artful Selling for this session and certainly for the members who joined earlier, you're all getting the email marketing workshop. We got to do this thing together. So if you are sad that you missed the bonus, I have good news for you there. And we created an installment uh, plan, an extended one that we just released. You're going to get an email after our call. That will be six months because I know this is an investment And I want to help you. I want to provide as many ways as I can to support you and work with the people who feel that they are right for this. This is clearly the energy that you're going to be stepping into within the community. And if you are, you know, we're part of the Profitable Artist Planning Calls, it's just like, oh, I I just so love working with the community of people that feel attracted to the work that we're doing. And it's gonna be a really wonderful session. So we're all gonna be emailing together <laughs> and we're, we'll probably, I know people have been asking about a date. I'm thinking we're gonna pick it on a Saturday for a few hours cause it's gonna be a working and that way for Yvonne, you know, people who are working or might have school commitments during the week that you could carve out that time and hopefully get support um, so that you could really focus and we'll give you that date as soon as possible. Um, because yeah, we're next leveling the email game (laughs) for a number of people I know. So there is some like extra good news for you who are maybe on the fence, who are listening live and you'll be receiving emails about it as well. But Yvonne, so you're going to be emailing this year. (laughs)
3: Absolutely. Yeah. It's my number one, number one priority is to sort out my uh, email marketing. Yeah.
0: And that is excellent. And Well, what's great too, when you bring your vision to your mentors and we'll be doing an exercise right at the beginning of Artful Selling this year. So the kickoff call is a week from today, a week from today at this time, we'll be kicking everything off. And when you share your vision with your mentors and within a community, I know it can feel vulnerable because you might feel like, oh, what if I don't fulfill that? Well, first of all, don't even go there because what if you do? Second of all, it just puts more energy towards the vision. It's like you get all these people on board with you, and it's so exciting. Because then when you do invest in a community and you stay with that community, you go deep with the community, all of a sudden you it's like you have all these cheerleaders with you who saw you when, and now we get to see you here. And so we said, you know, we're checking in with Yvonne, with everyone in a year to see, all right you know, how many days less of work does she have this year? <laughs> how many emails? I think what we're going to do is we're going to take some data at the beginning of artful selling. And then we're actually going to see, and I'd love to do this in the expansive artist too. Like sometimes we forget how far we've come and what we've accomplished and really taking stock of, well, how many posts did we do this year? How many emails did we send this year? We're going to start tracking some of that, and maybe we'll have some fun um, contests around it as well, because we got to have fun with all this. So coming to you, thank you, Yvonne. Coming to you, Marie, I know you mentioned that you wanted to join this time for community, and is there anything that you wanted to add to that? Why are you wanting to return to Artful Selling for
1: this session? Well, I think me as well. When I did Artful Selling, I had set goals for the year and i accomplished all of them which um, you did which you completed all I did of them, yeah. of them.
0: Nice. and i was just and how uh, do you know that because they were written down somewhere right They,
1: they them. were they were written down and um, i think that's just amazing i mean when when, when you see the difference from doing out full setting to the year before i mean it's such a night and day um, transformation that I, I can't wait to do it again. I mean, seriously, like that's just because now that I've accomplished these goals, um, I'm setting others, of course, and I can't wait to see if, <laughs> if I am actually going to make it. It can be, it's going to be tricky for me this year. So I, I really need to be bouncing ideas and. Talking about things and seeing, yeah, it's, it's going to be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know. So hopefully, <laughs> we know we know
0: that we're going to support you, and we'll unpack the tricky on one of yeah. our coaching calls and see um, how we can help you maneuver through what is presently feeling tricky to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I know I know it's going to be. A lot of moments where you're like, someone says something or you, you, I mean, I don't, I can't think of one instance where you haven't helped me um, unpack things and, and see what the path would be and uh, the other people in the workshop as well. I mean, it's, it's really invaluable. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And I'm so glad. And I'm just reflecting back to your answers because we have them all. We just need someone. We need someone to shine a light on the blind spots or the corners that we would rather keep dark. <laughs> and we, right. and then we also, you know, need to trust that we're going to have those answers, but it, gosh, it, it is, I agree. I mean, it's invaluable for me too, yeah. um to be able to have things reflected back to me, have someone be listening, in such a way they know where you want to go and can help kind of guide you into those next steps that feel right for you. Because just like we were talking about with talent and art and subjectivity of all of that, there isn't one path. I am making a a checklist for you that is coming in Artful Selling as well, where you can just reference it because we juggle a lot of things that every business has to do online today to be successful. But I can't say to you, take step one, two, three, four with your art, with your season of life, you know, with the creations that you have to offer, that work has to be done for you, but for you, by you, because it's so individual. And that's just on every single artist. There is no, we're not... Attorneys were not passing the bar, I and mean, that's the simplest metaphor example I can think of. Like that's such a clear path: go to law school, pass the bar, and then like ninety percent it seems of the attorneys realize that the law isn't really for you. <laughs> but hey, you can write a good contract. <laughs> so <laughs> I know a lot of entrepreneurs who were attorneys. That's why I even say that. But in essence, we, you know, that's why um, a lot of times. Uh, Lisa, Kurt, who is with us for the last session, testimonial testimonials on artful selling. She's like, I wish they would have taught this in art school. I don't think they're teaching it in art school because they wouldn't know how to, you know, unless you were really out there and you especially with an online business, you don't know how to guide somebody. Uh, you, you can't, you can't. And there isn't a specific formula. So the formula is to do what we're doing in Artful Selling to get clear on all these pieces, to have support of people who understand what you're going through and craft your plan, which is a lot easier to stick to when it's kind of coming from you. And it's like built from you within this framework that we create. And, you know, I heard so much from the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge this time how beneficial it was to hear everyone who shared on the hot seats, everybody who shared. And uh, Janie was just saying it as well. She said, I can hear my own thoughts through a lot of these ladies and appreciate how candidly you're all sharing. So I'm so, I'm so glad. And it's the same. I don't know why I'm talking about so many acting metaphors today or stories, but when I was pursuing acting for like 10 minutes of my life. (laughs) I did audition. I did. I, I, where was I? I booked something somewhere, (laughs) but I ultimately was like, Oh no, I am meant to be this kind of artist. Not that. So it all worked out fine, but I would watch inside the actor studio and I would like listen to the actors because there weren't really podcasts. There weren't, I would like sink into documentaries You know, the more stories I can hear about people doing what I want to do, I'm telling you that saves me every single time. So when we're talking about resilience, you know, just plug yourself into people that kind of pull you forward, whether they are your friends virtually or your friends in person or your communities where you actually do get to know each other virtually. And then hopefully again in person when we all can at some point safely in the near future, um, that is, it's just everything. It just always helps me to keep going. So, oh yeah, let me see. Um, My pleasure, Jessica. She was saying, um, Jessica, I think um, you have a different avatar, but I I left you a message on um, Instagram as well, because I know you're working with character art. Um, And Jessica was saying, that's how I feel. I'm in a very nebulous limbo place right now and unsure what my next stage or step is. So then come join us and you will, fi- <laughs> you will figure it out. That is what we are here to help you do. And uh, I'm sorry, I don't know who asked this because um, you have to click on that link with StreamYard. But it says, Marisa, I think you had said this last week that after joining Artful Selling, you have a lifetime membership. Will you explain what that means? Yes, you'll have access to all the course um lessons. So they're pre-recorded lessons. And then we have our group coaching calls on Zoom, like we did with the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. And you'll have the replays of all of those as well. And you'll have that indefinitely. And then, so Heather and Yvonne and Marie have access to the prior sessions. And then we we created a new hub for this session. And because we're also adding in, I have a guest speaker coming to talk to us that I'm also really excited about, um, specifically on time management, um, using a lot of the philosophy and guidance from the seven habits of a highly effective people. So we're going to go a little deeper on like next steps around your plan. And we have the email, the live email implementation workshop. And for People who've asked if I'll be doing that separately right now, I'm not doing, planning to do that separately. Um, And it would also, you know, it would be, yes, I'm not planning to do it separately. It's really intended to help this session of Artful Selling students. Uh, It might be, it might be something I do in the future, but right now that's what this is a part of because... A lot of times, and I'm so glad that more are coming to understand the value of email marketing, but a lot of times, um, you know, artists don't quite understand that they need that. And so it makes sense within Artful Selling because we actually break down your email marketing plans. So wouldn't it be great if after we do that lesson that we can hop on a call together and kind of take that very fresh information and start thinking about your email marketing. So going a little bit deeper with that this time. And that's why it's within Artful Selling. Yes, and Jeanette. Okay, great, Jeanette. And Jeanette's in with us. So I'm excited that you hopped in as well. Okay, (laughs) okay, Jessica got the message. Okay, great. Well, let us know if you have any questions or if you have specific questions for Marie or Yvonne or Heather. Um, And I know... You can also drop them inside of our group as well. And we'll just, as we see, if you have additional questions for us, I'll just kind of do a round robin of, um, Maria I'm coming to you. What would be just a thought that you'd like to share with where you are now, where you've been on your journey with someone who is just maybe like Jessica, just feeling kind of, nebulous and in limbo and classes were shut down through the pandemic and thinking about pursuing your art, like what would you share with someone who might be in that place right now?
1: I think there is never a better moment than now. If uh, that's what you are thinking about um, and it's consuming you, your thoughts that, you know, this is what you feel you should be doing then then go for it but go for it save yourself time and (laughs) and a lot of despair because you're not selling or not being noticed or you know things don't you know it, it is um being an artist with their own uh business is You have to know how to do a lot of things, and um, it will save you a lot of time and disappointments to get the help that you need, for at least some of it. There is some work that you will have to do by yourself. There is no other way around that, but there is so much that you can get help with, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> because really, um like I said, the difference that it made for me and I think uh for a lot of people who took our full selling, um the difference is is huge. I mean I can't stress that enough how um how much I've grown in one year is um astonishing to me. Um and I'm not the only one. So Get the help that you need for what you know. For the help, if if you know you can get help in at least some areas, just just do it.
0: Thank you, and yes, <clears throat> don't do it alone. <laughs>
1: don't do it alone.
0: It's a lot to juggle. It is so, Heather? What would you offer to somebody that's just feeling? You know, I think confusion is just. Yeah. It's just such a difficult spot to be in. Like even just getting yourself out of confusion is so important. What would you what kind of guidance would you offer? Words of wisdom?
2: Yeah. Um I think that definitely becoming a part of this offered um took me from feeling confused and foggy and kind of allowed me to move through through that fog to gain clarity. I think that You know, you definitely need to put in the work too. just like anything, you know, whether it's, you know, want to be fit, you can't just go to a good trainer and not work out. So you have to expect and be ready and willing to, you know, do the work. But um, if you're feeling confused, and kind of uncertain, which often just causes you to stall in, you know, any kind of progress, um, then I think that you need some sort of catalyst to get over that hump. And for me, this was um, a big, you know, big part of that catalyst in helping me to move forward and feel confident and just to kind of illuminate, um, you know, what are those next steps that I should do and to feel less fear and moving forward with those next steps so i think that if you're feeling stuck or feeling in a position where things are blurry or foggy then you need to figure out you know the action to take that will get you that clarity and for me this was that so um i would highly recommend doing that um and being a part of it and it's obviously worked for um marie and yvonne as well so
0: Thank you, Heather. And yes, get, get same message of just find a way to fog to clarity. Sounds lovely, Heather. Thank you. Jessica says, yeah, I was like, that's a very good description. Fog from fog to clarity. That is what we are offering. We'll just, we'll just say that's it. And it's so powerful when you have it because then you can start moving in a direction and then the momentum comes and then you just keep the momentum going. And so, Yvonne, what would you share with somebody who's contemplating next steps of their mm-hmm. art business?
3: Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll echo <laughs> what Marie and Heather have said in get some support, don't struggle and try and do it on your own, especially if you're confused about things. Um, but also uh Something for me was kind of remember why you're doing it, and um, try to enjoy your art because that was an aha moment for me uh, when I when I was kind of struggling with the answers and and everything seemed difficult and I I wasn't even enjoying sitting down and doing the work and I had to I had to kind of remind myself that drawing was the one thing I loved and. i i I needed to enjoy it again i took some pressure off myself um and and i just got back into the art just just don't lose sight of why you're doing it um and then yeah with with the help of uh a mentor um you know the experience of marisa of everyone in the group that 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 that's it's just uh the the best medicine definitely (laughs)
0: I like to think we're better than medicine. <laughs> I like to think we're Prosecco. No, it's easy. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's hopefully, you know, for you, just choose a place. We're all saying to you, get support, right? Just don't do this alone and choose a place where you feel you know, scene where you feel heard, where you feel like it's shared values um, that someone's going to not only guide you and give you the steps, but also push you a little in the areas where you might be feeling resistance or you might continue to feel confusion. Um, not everyone does that. And I know for me personally, that's what I seek in mentorship now is I need I need that. Like I've done the steps. And the practical steps—they take a minute, and it you'll you'll build your shop, you'll get your social media going, your email marketing. But it's it's those n- next steps, and and in the beginning, it's the steps of having confidence, of really having people in your life that will just continue to call you forward and help point out areas where you might, you know, be kind of holding yourself back, because this is a journey of. Progression, and and that's also the most satisfying and really the most fulfilling. It's you know we're artists because we're freedom seekers typically, and we love to expand and grow and explore new mediums and art, and it's just that's the part that's just such a wonderful part of this. Like Yvonne was saying too, you know, remembering at the end of the day why you're choosing this and staying connected to that joy that making your art brings you. That's the most important piece of all of this because that's what ultimately translates to your collectors, you know, to people in the world that makes such a difference. Staying connected to that, but then also staying connected to an environment that is going to encourage you to grow. And uh, there's just nothing. There's nothing better in all of those ways. <laughs> what if you already have? Um, your shop set up. Excellent. (laughs) Then you're, then you're set. You're like already ready to go in terms of just having your marketing, directing people back to your shop. I don't know if you know this um, part of the artful selling framework. So there's a framework that I developed around this and it's a very simple framework, but it's not always easy because what I find is that a lot of artists will do a couple parts of that framework and they'll leave off another. So some artists will be really good at making work and really good at making work and they won't tell anyone around about it. And then there will be the artists that will be really good at making work and they'll tell people about it, but they'll never ask for the sale of the work. And so a huge part of artful selling is to get you to a place with this clarity you know, the additional confidence, because now, you know, where you're going, you know, what to begin crafting to get people to your shop, because that's the part where a a lot of times people forget, (laughs) they forget to like bring them to the shop and talk to them about what is at the shop. So if you already have one, that's great. And if you don't, um, I have a tutorial for Shopify, which is the platform that I highly, highly recommend. So um, Jessica says, thank you, Yvonne. Art is definitely my love and that support would be wonderful. So come and join us, Jessica. (laughs) We're waiting for you. And let me just see if there were any other. Um, And Jessica also said, thank you, Marie. It sounds like the best way to build a foundation to grow and expand from. Yes. All right. Well, I have, um, the artists with me, Marie, Heather, and Yvonne have so generously shared a lot of time. I will, um, let them get back to their Monday and let you get back to your Monday and you have things to think about you. The doors close tomorrow. Um, and I know sometimes I'm just going to hit the nail on the head because sometimes people are like, Oh yeah, yeah. That's a marketing strategy. It is, and you know why? Because if you don't, if you aren't forced to make a decision, you won't. You'll just keep sitting on the fence. So as much as it, we'd like to just be open all the time and you can purchase this when you need it and do this, um, you need to have decisions put in front of you to make them because human nature is that we'll just keep going with the same scenario. So just in case that's running through your mind, that's why. And also, as you can see and imagine, this is um, a lot of of energy and investment and care that goes into just crafting opportunities like the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge, um, the podcast that I put out every week that you can listen to for free on all of the different channels. You can hear more about Marie and Yvonne's stories. Um, they were both recently guests on the podcast, Creative Thursday with Marisa. And I get excited about being a little bit less outward and more inward to support, focus on supporting the artists who are in the expansive artists and who are in artful selling, because we've got a lot to do this year. <laughs> we have a lot of exciting things on the horizon. Um, so, so much to look forward to. And so there's the new installment plan for six months. If if that helps you to kind of get over this hump and join us, then you are welcome to take me up on that. Um, if you are here live or you're hearing this recently on the replay, we're going to invite you to be in the email marketing workshop as well. We're gonna have a really wonderful um, session together. So come and join us. You can also leave me a video message on video, uh, the little me waving at you on the sales page. I've left some video messages back for some of you already. You can email us at support at creativethursday.com. We want to help you make the right decision for you, but don't overthink it. Um, we want this to feel like a no brainer, maybe a little bit nervous and that's okay. That means you're growing And uh, I will, I might be back tomorrow to answer some questions. I'll definitely keep an eye out in the group, but thank you so much Marie and Yvonne and Heather. I always love when we can have conversations like this because it's just so nice to hear different experiences and different points on the journey and people working in different mediums and focusing on different aspects of their creative careers. It's, Um, I love hearing your stories as well and all the progress that you've made. And we're celebrating all the accomplishments for this year. Yeah, my pleasure, everyone. Thanks for joining us live. And uh, we will see you all soon.